I'm kind of famous. <laughs> this is the I'm a kind of famous podcast. I'm your host, Lester Rowe. New week, new episode. Actually, it's not like a traditional episode. This is the I'm kind of famous Evolution Fighting Championship special. What? Fight special. What? Oh, this is special. Man, this is super special. I, I, I probably should have told y'all. Boom. Um, first off, before we go any further, kind of famous podcast on Facebook, Twitter, K I N D A Famous Pod. P-O-D. That's the social media. That's where you go to to uh, find uh, all the relevant information. But also for this episode, um, you're going to also want to refer to the Facebook page of EFC. That's EFC Wichita. Um, Arrowfilms.com. A-R-O-W-E Films.com. That's the personal website. That's where you find all the stuff that I'm working on, got coming out. All the production stuff is over there, including the book Wi-Fi Rock Bottom, that you need to make sure you get, uh, cause it's dope, and watch the documentary. Uh, then while you're on there on Arrowfilms.com, go to that merch section, get some of those clean ass people collectors, uh, and order you a few of those or some other stuff. I also got the Kind of Famous podcast T-shirts on there as well that you can order. So whatever you want to get. From me, that's good because I'll take any little dollar you want to give my way because that help goes back into this show and everything else I'm doing. Now, we can talk about what we're here for. Evolution Fighting Championship. The organization ran by Dave the Caveman Rickles, who's sitting here right now. I'm here right now, folks. <laughs> this is live. I'm well, really here. It's not quite live unless y'all finna pull up your live on your phones and do that whole thing. Oh. But we also well, got play by live play. in the sense of my body is here. I'm 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 sitting here in a chair. Mm. This is live. This what we're is doing live. is actually live right now. We are live. He's 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 working on making that work. <laughs> but we also have play by play commentator for EFC, Big Wheel. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I am the voice of violence for Evolution Fighting Championship. It's going down. We in here. We in the building. So kind of famous. So since we uh, gonna do this for an hour, he probably not gonna. That talk was like this the whole that hour. was really majestic, though. <laughs> no, not for the. We're not gonna do the whole thing like this for the whole hour. That would be so hard to do for an hour straight. I that, bet are it you would. Serious? You could do it. Oh my god! Oh, you yeah. do it. Oh, wait, you do it for the show. We can of so do that. We can so do this for a whole hour. Shit, we do this all the time for many hours. Uh, I don't. This is how I talk, kinda, but. Yeah, you, you got You put a little baritone on your voice. I do. Yeah, well, you, you know I do that for the people. You know, <laughs> for, the that's for the ladies. For the, for the ladies. Let's be real. Little something. They, you know. Anyway, <laughs> little something, uh, something. September. Little 2nd. Barry Manilow on it. Nah, man, that's Barry White. You talking oh. about Amanda? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, before we get too far into this, what I want to ask K Man first: What are your thoughts on uh, Charlottesville? <laughs> Shit. How you feeling about Charlottesville, K Man? Dude, I'm going to use a curse word, but fuck all racism and all violence and all that shit. I love you, Kevin. Hey, that's how I feel. Look at that. Look hey, at that. we live. Look, we in this, here. Look, oh, look. This, it's just popping up views. This is what racists hate. This is what racists hate right here. 
That right there. Hey. When, when, you, you think need that's to what racists hate? This is what racists hate. And hold on, hold on. You like think that's what racists hate? I see a fist. I see a fist. I think racists like to see fighting. Oh, <laughs> we're about to fight. We're friends. We're friends. <laughs> See, that's what. Well, you know what? They do hate interracial relationships. Now, I'm not. You know, if that's what y'all into, that's your swing. That's your swing. I got nothing to do with that. Well, a relationship doesn't have to be based on sex. This is a friendship. This is a relationship based on friendship. Yeah, like we're. I don't mean. All right, friends. That's my dog. How about we reset this? This is the I'm Kind of Famous podcast. I'm your host. Reset. (laughs) Reset. Reset. Do over. Now, what I need you to do is lift that microphone a little bit higher because we... Uh, that, you you know, need to touch my lips? Yeah, yeah. you mm. bring it up higher, you know. Touching lips. Um, Touching you. Now, EFC 6 is coming up September 2nd at the Kansas Star Casino in Arena. Damn. EFC 6 already? Man, we're here. Finally. Yeah. There you go, down. EFC 6. Now, it's been a long... Well, when was this? About a year ago now? Or two years? How long has it been? A couple uh, years now. Damn, 2015. yeah. It's when the journey started. Lift that up. Get all up in my mouth. Dude, I know. It's got to be right up on your lips, doesn't get, it? Get all up in there. There you go. Mm, now. Jesus. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. This has been a crazy long journey, but I, I still stand by this statement that we're getting better every single show. So, EFC 1 started off at the uh, Beach so, Activity Center. Beach Activity Center. Which I was not involved in. Not yet. Not yet. I didn't get brought That's on That's right, because there was no I didn't need get, for play-by-play. We didn't <laughs> yeah. have play-by-play. No. There was, there was no play-by-play. It did by not play. exist. There Actually, Big Will was in He was in the audience doing his own play-by-play. Play. <laughs> I heard him. I heard him. He Just like, like a mental. Going down. Going down. <laughs> mental play-by-play. Play. Or he's probably Facebook Live and some shit. <laughs> they didn't even have Facebook Live at EFC Shut up. 1. Oh, damn. Yeah. They just, man, that just came on like, damn. what? I don't even think live is a Damn, year that's old. That's crazy. Speaking of evolution, we should yeah. turn it out. The game has evolved <laughs> so fast. So, and then EFC two moved over to uh, Century, Century two. two, and then EFC three. You get over to the big stage with Kansas Star Arena and Casino. Now that's a pretty big jump. And let's remember that at EFC two, they uh, Dana White of USC came out to shoot. Uh, looking who wants for a, a fight, fight or something? Looking for a looking fight. Looking for a fight. Which, yeah. which uh, kind of was a disappointing. I'm uh, still has- super like, man, It's he showed up to, uh, honestly, in my perception, our worst show. Like, yeah, it, it, it was, <laughs> that was, in it my, was shaky. It yeah. was shaky. And- just fights did not play out as I expected, man. And, and uh, man, it was just a little disappointing. See, like now where you're at, like we're now we're at six, you know, that was two and you were, you were early, you were in the infancy of your right. matchmaking, like Marvel, Marvel, like, and now it's, it was a little shaky and well, now shit, you've, you know, you've learned and you've got, I'm definitely learning. Time. I'm definitely learning, man. But you know, one thing can be said though, is like, you know, even on the highest level ever, Bellator, UFC. Like sometimes fights just do not pan out like you expect. Yeah. You know, and it just turns out to be a shitty card. And I thought I had good fights on that card, but they just did not pan out. They did not have the excitement that or and it could be the way it built too, you know. 
Yeah, so, and I, I think it was just the energy, and then just because the there was some good fights. It was some. It was. It was a great. Night. I mean, do you remember the Arturo Marquez fight? Was, that was such a man, good fight. They were man. They were trying to kick the shit out of each other. I mean, but, it was a great kickboxing. But match. the problem was that Dana shows up during the main card, and then the part of the main card where it was pretty uh, dry, awful, definitely dry. So he showed uh, up to. I think it was a uh, um, Jake. Jake Thompson, Thompson. from Jake uh, Thompson, Salina yeah. and then uh, versus Nick Garrett from CSC. And that was like the worst lay and pray fight ever. <laughs> Sorry, Nick Garrett. You definitely. You oh, know, no, it was a shit fight. Yeah, it was, like it, was, it just it wasn't was exciting, man. Like, <laughs> it was horrible. It was horrible. I'm sorry. Man. Like, it just was not super exciting. We can look exciting. back now and say it was, so, it was bad. Right. And it was then, just not a good first fight for yeah. Dana to see, you know? And then the whole Chris Harris. And then the Chris and Harris fighting. Atkins and then the weight issue. I mean. Hey, but hold like up. David Fuck Dana White <laughs> for talking hella <laughs> shit. He talked hella shit on Chris Harris. Hey, dude. But talk- it was redeemed in the show. Right. In the show itself, it was redeemed that True. it was a lot more impressive than they expected, which is good. You do want to uh, you do want to kind of change people's misconceptions of you in the, in the fight because that's important. I would think no. Yeah, right, I would. Fine. I mean, you know, changing so. perceptions. Yeah, yeah, well, absolutely. Going in there thinking, oh, he's too big. He's all this, is that, and then he goes and have an impressive, relatively impressive performance in in front of Dana White. Maybe it was for the show uh, that he said these things, but it was just, it was just right, it wasn't right. The strongest show. No, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so you know, we went from we, but we moved on from there. We're on EFC six. We've had some amazing cards since then. Um, and I think that, you know, one of our best cards was EFC four. And one of the highlights from that show was Marcio Navarro versus Brandon Chevrofliss. Chevrofi. No one knows how to say his last name. Yo, Brandon, he's about to be super pissed. Brandon, spell his name the way I need him to spell it. He's Canadian. You know, Canadian. He's going to, he's going to be like, he's, he's okay with us accidentally saying it. He's but. Hey guys, sorry. You know it's not that, but his name is Brandon Chevrafi. Chevrafi, Chevrafi. Irish is it? No, it's Canadian. It's Brandon Chevrafi. That's it. Chevy. Just call him Chevy. Yeah, he's just Chevy. call him Chevy. He's Chevy. Well, he just is. call him Chevy, and I'll call him what his name is. Believe anyway, because I didn't want to look like an ass clown trying to say the man's name on TV, and so I was just like. But. How do you say your name, bro? Now, what is it about that fight that made it so good? Well, Did my you favorite. Watch it. I've watched it for the people who haven't. My Look favorite my part. My on. favorite part was absolutely the fact that you told me that kickboxing was going to be a dud. <laughs> Lester Rowe told me that kickboxing was going to be a dud. This man, because it was a dud. Every every is it was a dud up until that point on. That's true. Scene. Was Marcio and Brendan a dud? Uh no, I mean it definitely wasn't a dud, and uh, I think, you know, the, from the people that were there, uh, and my experience going through all of the EFCs, that was the most exciting fight that we've been able to put together, and uh, now we're repeating it. We're repeating it, and uh, this is Marcio uh, Chevy too. In my in my short career of calling MMA, that was the. By far the most entertaining like MMA or kickboxing fight I had ever called. Like just to see like Marcio, like the vet, and then see 
Brandon in his first ever kickboxing match just right. go out <laughs> and just leave it all on the table like he did. I was I was damn impressed. So was there any point in that fight that you felt like or either one of you that Brandon was done? Um, oh, a couple times. A couple times I thought he was gonna when he, gas and just Yeah, he just he started to look so tired that I just I was worried about him even staying standing, you know? I I saw Chris Harris and Brandon Chevy fight and they beat the hell out of each other, the living hell out of each other. And and Brandon stayed standing the whole time. So I knew he wasn't going to quit from getting hit and getting knocked down because he's got iron chin. I mean, that there's if there's anybody that can do that, he pushes the pace. He's the fighter who stands he's uh Diego Sanchez who stands in front of you and trades punches until somebody falls down. Um, you've got to be a smarter fighter than Brandon Chevy, and Marcio was able to do that that night. But Brandon did survive all three rounds, which I it was parts I thought he was done. I think that's what makes I think that what makes it a good fight when you feel like a guy's finished and he and he keeps surviving. One example of that is uh, EFC Five. I don't know the dude's name, but it's one of the better fights on the card that night. Um. Uh, Black guy, big black guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, goodness gracious. Uh, Christopher Bill. No, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that that guy was really big. Um, yeah, really big. (laughs) Big will big. Jeez. Hey, but he went in there with Chris Harris in the kickboxing. I should be quicker on names, but he trains down there in the at the Derby La Silva. But what uh whatever fight it was, it was one of his fights where it looks like he got rocked. He stumbled. It looks like he was done, and he went on to finish the fight. Personally, I felt like that fight should have ended earlier, but then when he ends up winning, um, you know. Yeah, I mean, the the appeal to fights where, you know, and especially this, where a guy is losing and then comes back and knocks the other guy out. I mean, people love that. People yeah, love the underdog people love win, love to see man. the underdog win in yeah, any situation. you know, especially when... You know, because it's that perseverance. It's like that person is taking that beating, and the, and then when they come back, it's like solidifying that like that person wanted it so bad. Like in the like, and people can just feel that they can feel that that energy that person's like in the off. Navarro Chevy fight. Like it would have been amazing if like Chevy could have like you Dude, know found that second wind and came back if and he'd like have even, got the victory but right. it was and just, if he'd have even dropped Marcel yeah, or anything man been, like people would have gone bananas that's the only way you make that fight any better but people already went bananas as right as well. i mean but that's the only way you make that fight any better is if they were both dropping each other in the yeah. third round or something True. you know so is that unanimously the best fight efc's put on i think so yeah by far all I right think, so now I hopefully we can compete for well, second best fight <laughs> i don't well i, I mean that, well as, as far as check as, this out as, okay as far as i say as far as like entertainment wise and just like for the love of Chris the Turner. game. Yes, Chris Turner is definitely tough. I'd say, like, Brandon and Chevy was... I mean, Marcio and Chevy was great. But as far as, like, just impressive wins and victories, it's hard to it's hard to not, like, throw Steven Wynn's name in there. Because that dude... That was extremely impressive. That dude, man. He hurt Jose. He hurt Jose's feelings and his face and... This, was, the last was, fight? Yeah, when he won the title. That was, man, that was vicious. That was 16 seconds and 16 shots and 
that was that was damn impressive too. So I mean, it's it's a toss up for me. Like it, you got the war between Marcio and Chevy, but then you got to just ninja quick, just assassin Creed, just, <laughs> when you're just so- oh my goodness, this, man, Stephen Wynn's a bad boy. So it, it, you said EFC four was the best card. Is that the best card? That you was the uh, Marcio Navarro. Yeah, uh, Brandon Chevy, and uh, you know, as far as the way that the crowd built up and the the entire energy of the entire night, that was for sure our best card. Everyone there couldn't do anything but talk but good about the event. We had that was our biggest impact, I think, and it it was our best card. That's what I believe, man. And get being there when people are there live, putting on a good show, creating energy. That's what I care about. Okay. The people that come and show up live, when people are buzzing and shaking from the energy, like that's what we want to create. That's why I wanted to get into EFC in the first place was to create that kind of energy. Now, what is it like for you calling the EFC cards? As far as? Uh, well, being one, kind of doing a job, but then also being a fan watching what's happening. Like, you, because you kind of, like, I mean, I'm, I'm sometimes... Obviously, K's side filming this stuff, but sometimes I can get caught up watching it and just like, oh shit, oh wait, I need to make sure I'm focused. <laughs> it's you know, it's definitely it's it's a thin line between like fan and play by play. You have to you want it, you have to be able to focus and know what you're talking about, and like, but in turn, I still want to enjoy the fight too, as like just a fight fan. Like I've been watching EFC since the archaic days of no weight classes no damn near no rules like you mean mma mma yeah, MMA. yeah. i mean yeah. but yeah we knew what you, you meant know. we knew what you meant excuse me i know oh, had a couple damn. of had a couple of vodkas but <laughs> mma i've been watching like ufc since you know like early you know when it first started you know with the gary johnson elbows to the head and you know mm. hoist gracie choking out you know 400 pound dudes and you know like Dan Severin and, you know, Tank Abbott, you know, the classics, you know, watching Amanda Yarbrough, you know, get beat up by a 150 pound Steve Jessup cop. Like, you know, like, so it's always been exciting to me as, you know, as a sport to watch it grow and then to see it almost die, you know, like, and then to have it resurrected. And then now to not only have it be resurrected, but to now be a part of an organization like EFC and to sit like in the best seat in the house. Like, you know, it's I, one, I got the best seat. Well, I, I'd beg to differ. I don't, I, I don't know. I guess it's a toss up, but it's one thing to, you know, be out in the stands, but it's one thing to be sitting cage side and calling the action and having like blood and sweat, like, you know, you can hear fall down oh, on you. You, you can just feel the energy and the intensity and you can just it's just it's a whole different. You can atmosphere. see it's, it's so when you can see like the look in the fighter's eyes when you're like that close, you can see you because, you know, facially when we're sitting here, if you're starting to feel uncomfortable, I can see that. Yeah, I can see those sort of things in the cage, too. When a fighter's being hurt, you know, when you can actually feel that pain almost when that fighter's uh uh, being attacked or being punched, being put in a submission, this and that sort of thing. You can hear things that you weren't won't normally be able to hear, and being that close to the action is is way different. And that's something that like intense. we I love uh, 
our that was something we started doing for our sponsors is we bring them up and we sit them cage side and that's been our biggest hit man like they fall in love with it because it's such a different experience when you're sitting so close it's just it's one thing to just you know it's one thing to be in the building but to be that close and to like be able to like witness these like modern day gladiators like go to war in this cage and like to be up close and like it puts you on a different mindset so to speak than just being like an average everyday fan just being a little bit closer you know people should watch some of your cage sides because i think that truly does help you like kind of get into like how we feel and like the build up to like the shows and like kind of like kind of how we feel like kind of an insight to what we go through. Something. Yeah, that I mean, you know, and I always say like I'm being a wrestling fan, a WWF fan and all that, like the way that they build their DVDs to kind of put you right there like you was one of the wrestlers or at least a valet or a manager or something like that. So, and then being at Dave's fights, it's like this is like a different kind of energy versus sitting in the stands. So, trying to bring that into the video form where people can watch it and then hopefully get the same drama that I right. feel like that I get sometimes, especially like the Brandon Chevy fight. I think that was probably one of the better fights, best fights that I felt or funnest fights for me to edit because you did have this weird back and forth, even though like it was mostly Marcio, it always had that Rocky feel like, Brandon may just be one like punch any away. minute. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, this dude, he was, I mean, back. you can't sit there and talk like, Dude, Brandon was landing shots too. I mean, it wasn't yeah. oh, a completely was some, some nice ones. It too. was not a completely one sided fight, you know, and, and that's why we're making two is because uh, Brandon one asked for it, and then two, why not give people something that was one of the best cards? You know, that's what you do. You you to make you make up drama, right? Mm-hmm. You make drama. Yeah, dude. So in my head, I'm sitting here. I'm always doing play by play in my head. If Brandon's able to come in here and win, then we have a trilogy. Then it's like, it's, it's Marcio, it's Marcio Brandon three, and right. I, I would love, Which, I would love to for see. a promoter. That's what you want. I mean, when you look at Bellator, what do they do? They have, uh, they have Patricio Pitbull versus uh, uh. Old Strauss, 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 five and six coming up. Like that, dude. People, <laughs> Seven, people, eight, twelve, right? 20. I mean, it just people love seeing when when you have good matchups and good fights between fighters. That that that's drama in itself. Like those two fighters, man. Like wow, exactly, like, man. Like, like people that love that. Like they're like, man, I I know they're gonna fight again for three because it's one and one. Blah blah blah. Like man, people just love that sort of thing and. uh you know, one thing that's really cool is we actually have two rematches on this card, which is Cody Carrillo. I said that right. Cody hey, Carrillo. With two R's. Yes, two L's. With two L's. <laughs> <laughs> you were so close. Oh, no! So close to being smooth. Oh, you almost had it. Carrillo. But yeah, with drama, it, it, you do have the rematches with. You have the rematch with Brandon Chevy and Marcio, and then. Cody Carrillo. I don't know about, so I'll let. You didn't know this was a rematch? So oh I goodness. knew it was a rematch, but I don't know the regular match to know right. how valuable it is. So they've already met before, but it's Cody Carrillo versus Josh Pfeiffer. So as I like to say, easy work versus the Slipknot. So okay, okay. well we see somebody. I mean, <laughs> Slipknot did win the last fight. 
So, but, okay, so check it out. It was one of those fights where I watched, and I'm watching two of my friends fight each other. Two people who I've trained with, okay? And, um... Those fights are hard to watch. They're hard to watch, man. Shit. So, I've trained with both these guys. They're both my friends. And, honestly, for me, it played out exactly how I would love two friends to play out. It was a split decision where you had no idea who won. I mean, it... For me, at least, like was, I'm watching it, was it a pick em, I, and I was like, I was like, I don't know who won. Like this is this was a great brawl. Josh, normally being a jujitsu guy, uh, ended up standing up with Cody for three rounds, uh, and it, I mean it was a brawl. And Dude, if they, anybody knows Cody, Cody loves it. Cody's got the hands, man. Cody's Cody got the hands the for throw. sure. He's got I watched, great combos. Uh, Marcio versus Cody at uh, one of the Bellator fights under the undercard, and like it's crazy to me how many like. This combination thing that Cody likes to do so much. Of. Yeah, he'll put like a four, five, yeah. and six together. Hey, he will go dope. street fighter on that ass. He will hit you one of them crazy Tekken, Tekken combos, dude. Tekken combos. <laughs> and what, what's, uh, what's the other rematch? Uh, that was it. Oh, okay. Those are our two okay. rematches. Uh, but this rematch is actually now there's a little bit more to it than just a rematch. This is for the EFC middleweight title. So, on the second, somebody middleweight is that what it said? Lightweight, lightweight. my dude. Ah, oh, man, fifty-five. I'm, I'm tripping. I'm looking. It's all at the good, wrong dude. Thing. Not one. Hey, it's all good. We just want to let the people be informed correctly. Josh Pfeiffer, the, 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 the rematch for the lightweight title fight at September 2nd. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Star Casino. so they had such a good fight um, and they're both super well-respected fighters here in the Midwest. Let's do um, it again. Let's do it again. And um, I think they're both worthy of a EFC belt. Um, I so, feel happy either one of them holding the belt and defending it here in the city. So what is that like? So let's just kind of go into a little business a little bit. I mean, you have, you know, Marcio. You had Joe Wilk last fight. You had uh, you have Cody Carrillo, um, uh, Alex McGowan, who's now with, uh, well, who has fought with VFC. You got Chris Harris. Like you have all these pretty much primetime people who are now fighting basically locally, but it feel has still has that big fight feel um, for a relatively new organization. So for you to have went from small beginnings and really only six shows in, having some of the biggest fights yeah. in Kansas, essentially, on the card that you created. It feels damn good, man. Uh, you know... Things really move fast for EFC, but I'm, you know, and honestly, I got to say a lot of that was Steve Hansen, uh, the other part of the other owner, co-owner. Shout out to Steve. Shout out to Steve Hansen. Uh, man, S- Steve wants to see us as like a Bellator or UFC, man. Like that, like that, ideally, like that would be his goal. And, you know, I'm the other person who's kind of trying to reel the reins in a little bit, you know, um, but I just want to put on the best damn fights possible. And with his super high expectations and, and and us coming together, we kind of we've been able to make this really good package that just works really well together. And yeah, I, I genuinely believe we're putting out and this was a goal for sure to put on the best regional fights that we possibly can. Yeah, and that's what I mean. You have uh, you know, these other organizations in the midwest and it doesn't like they could these fighters could go fight anywhere essentially yeah i mean and i'm sure sometimes they are 
negotiating between you know fighting here versus fighting somewhere else and to have Joe Wilk and Marcio say we'll fight here, to have right. Pfeiffer and Cody say we'll fight here, and even Cody, I'm, I'm, and then of course helping build the Chris Harris brand through EFC is like you know, I mean, you're also helping make stars as well as keeping guys fighting who want to fight. One of one of the funny things though, I've started to find myself doing, like man, is like uh, being like offended when other fighters want to go fight elsewhere. Okay, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you want to go fight where? What? You don't want to represent your city on one of the best damn cards ever, man? You know, like, dude, I'm starting to grow super prideful of EFC, man, and um, that's another thing that I have to keep the reins on for sure. But man, I believe we're putting out an amazing package, and I think some of these fighters don't realize how damn good they have it. Being on a really quality show right here in their hometown, man. in their in their very own backyard. But you know, I I'm not gonna you know I would say that the majority of everybody is super. They love it. They just don't realize how amazing it is to have it right here. You know. Yeah, but I also feel like I mean I would probably share I, if I don't know anything about it, but I was sharing that offense as well. I imagine Big Will would too when you got. I mean, a, a a good looking product in terms of how it's presented. Then you have some of the best fights. You're in a casino. You're not in some gym or some right. You know, offshoot place. So it'd be like, why wouldn't you want to build something that is that's really got some blue flame on it right now? I for for okay. Here's how I see it from like the play by play like aspect and us being six shows in, me being five shows in with the company um i understand like where steve's coming from let me get you on that mic steve Steve wants to you know he he wants us to shoot for the stars he wants us to be top tier and i'm right there with him i want to be top tier top flight security of the world craig i want to be up there upper echelon of the I wanna, world not the city of the world craig I, I want that i want that for us i want that for caveman's matchmaking skills i want that for steve's management skills for our production team for our play-by-play for our videography for aero films i want everything to be top flight i understand where dave is coming from though also in it being our sixth show and you know us Right. Not, ne- not necessarily getting our feet wet because our feet are completely wet now. And But it's just about, you know, building at the right pace and things falling into the, you know, things happen for a reason. And I think it's just building up to being top flight. I think the, that's where Dave The wants. question, I guess, is, is where does it end? Where do you become satisfied? You know, what is my end goal is personally is to be one of the best regional shows that you can think of that is, is synonymous. Hold on. That is okay. synonymous with putting out the best fighters who end up in UFC, in Bellator, and that's basically it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, like that's exactly... I want to be a feeder. I want to say, if, if this person... Eventually, I want to be where if this person is champion of EFC then he could walk right into the UFC and compete. Or he could right, walk right into Bellator and compete. You know, I don't want there to be a question of the talent that we hold. I have a question, so while you're over there. So with that being said, you think Stephen Wooden could walk into the UFC and compete right now? Me? Yeah. 
Right now, mm-hmm. yes, Stephen Wynn. Yeah. I know, you know, I I train with Stephen Wynn, so yes, I would say that. And the way I, that and I agree I've trained all too. over the United States. I've trained all over the United States, man. I've trained with American Top Team. I've trained with Team Elevation. I've trained at AKA. I've trained with the best of the best, dude. And I know that the guys around here have the talent, man. They just don't get the recognition they deserve. They don't get the or recognition they, or the support sometimes. Right, right. Or, you know, and it's, dude, it's, this is also another thing, too, is if you, if you, there's, I always called it the slingshot fight. Um, there's certain fights you have to win in this game. Like, that'll slingshot you. Yeah. You know? and That's true. If you lose those fights, man, no matter how good you are, you have to start over. You start over, you have to get two, three, four more wins. Bam, then you got your slingshot fight. Then you can go right, you know, that's what brings you into the UFC. Those are the fights that somebody's watching, and they're like, okay, we'll take you here. We'll we'll do this, we'll do that. That's that Paula Abdul, two steps forward, three steps back. <laughs> that's, that, that's how that works. So with that said, since we bring up uh, Steven Wynn, uh, EFC won, I believe it was, against Darius Lando. Yes. Yes, amazing to me, fight. one of the best fights. If, if I had to pick... Technically, technically, yes, no, that no, was no. for I'm, sure. I'm I mean, be specific about what I'm saying, yeah, here. but yeah, technically, it was one of the best fights that I watched because it just felt it. That one was one of those things where you saw like it felt like watching uh Drunken Master versus some other martial art. It was like, <laughs> it was like it, a it reincarnation of blood sport or something, <laughs> dude. But that was one of the best technical fights I've seen in EFC, yeah, because everything looked really crisp and, in that fight. And I really think that was like a huge fight for Steven Wynn, man, because Darius is good, he yeah. is damn good, and he's got the technique behind it, too. I mean, he's as tough as they come coming from Hawaii. I mean, they're notoriously some of the tough, toughest fighters out there. Now, I have to say. Just as a bookmark, I was really expecting a lot from that Joe Wilk Marcio Navarro fight. That was the fight I was looking to crown Dude. the next technical best fight I've seen, but it didn't happen. Lester, I, I think um, you, me, Dave, uh, Jesus, um, Marcio, <laughs> Joe, um, the entire Kansas Star Casino Arena, um, Flow Combat, the world, um, my little niece who was just in her infancy i think everybody expected it to be like more than what it was and like joe said it was just he it was just off night for him and sometimes in this game you just have off nights for sometimes you just like you know it's like it's i i equate it to like a firecracker that's a dud you know you like expect this like big ass boom and then you light it and then it's a dud and it's just <laughs> damn yeah man that was like, like damn that was super accurate like, to like how i felt you yeah know? it's like, just like you expect you you're like waiting on this you're waiting my on soul this, this hurt just so like bad blow some sh- and then it's just like and that's mostly because we, we're talking a lot of experience that came into that fight and you know those both of them fighting on 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 major companies cards and things like that and for it not to deliver was a little heartbreaking right and yeah. that goes back to one of those things man where on paper fights can look amazing man and they can just flop you know and Kimbo that was slice not our five thousand oh my god no that was so bad man hey R.I.P. Kimbo man R.I.P. Kimbo man yes I mean I I literally thought they was both gonna die but I mean <laughs> you you looked at the fight and as you know anybody that watched you know dog fights on you know Netflix yeah but that, or, I think that was Dada's fault Dada yeah. wanted to 
he was scared. Yeah. And I think being scared made him say, I'm just going to hold this big guy because I'm not going to get my face busted on national TV. Yeah, but I mean, it's just, it, but it was, that was one of them you, where you looked at it as a fight fan and you was like, yeah. oh my God, Kimbo and Dada? Oh man, somebody about to get hurt. And then it yeah. was like, somebody yeah. about nah, to get dude. laid on tonight. Nah, dude. Here's what they do. Dude, this is the problem with that fight is they both decided they on that night they wanted to be mixed martial artists. They wanted to come out and they wanted to fight with technique and they wanted to try to win. And no, dude, yeah. that's not how those guys made their names. I they came that out by being South Florida. They came. They they made their names by being pit bulls off of a leash, dude. That that were just well, unleashed. That is like MMA's fault, then, because it it be, it was the pressure of it. The it was the pressure of yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely, and the money. No, well, I can guarantee I, you a lot of the yeah, money pressures money, were also there. Too. Money talks and pressure will uh, create diamonds. Well, speaking of pressure, well, that did not create a diamond. That was <laughs> created that, a was, that created a turd. <laughs> that created a turd. That was a terrible fight. Big MMA turd. Well, with pressure and drama and Stephen Wynn, we cannot avoid the conversation. Oh Lord, Chuka Willis. Ooh, and Ty Clark. Chuka. Oh my gosh! Now Ty oh, being Ty. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> being um uh three EFC shows, I believe. Uh yeah, I think yeah 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 yeah, uh-huh. yeah three shows yeah One, and two, then three. with Steven winning the uh EF the first EFC belt, the he featherweight has a title official challenger who wants the belt. Chuka, what do you see if that fight happens? What do you guys see? Between uh, Stephen Wynn and Chuka, yeah, I see a damn good fight. Um, I don't know how long it'll last, but I see. I Chuka, Chuka is like he's a beast in the cage. He's a lion. Mm. He wants. He got some serious heat with Stephen. He believes that he is the uncrowned EFC champion. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't but, get the math without <laughs> fighting in EFC. I don't, I don't, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, um, you have to kind of fight in our organization to like at least be considered a champion. So, I mean, I would, I'm not opposed to calling a Chuka Steven Wynn fight. Well, I um, guess going back to the logic of that, Brandon beat Chuka. Brandon lost in EFC, so that does that by definition, give Chuka a loss in EFC? Brandon Phillips? Man, no, we can't. <laughs> Don't go down that road. Don't go down that road. Because styles make fights, man, and, uh, you know, you can lose to one dude and then, you know, it just doesn't it doesn't work like that. But Sometimes well, something we can talk about, though, is how interesting that fight would be because Steven did lose to Chuka already. So, so Chuka do got one up on him, man. I mean, and I, I believe that's his only loss. I believe that that's is, Stephen's only yeah, loss, man. That so is his only. You're talking like only huge, loss as a MMA as fighter, an MMA fighter, correct? Not as a professional MMA fighter. No, this was, as a as fighter. A, this was amateur. Amateur. So Steve and is still amateur. an undefeated pro, and that is a fight that makes a lot of sense if you're talking about redemption and and proving ground, proving ground, and like and. If he goes out there and beats Chuka, Chuka's already well respected. I mean, Chuka's has a lot more pro fights than him already. Is that that slingshot fight you talk about? I don't think that's a slingshot fight. I think that Steve I needs think- more wins. I think he's at 3-0, man, it's hard to get picked up. It is. And this, I, I think Chuka and Steven, I think it's a, it's a 
pride slingshot for Stephen Wynn. Right. You know, that's I th- I think it's a pride slingshot fight for Stephen Wynn, not a <coughs> slingshot to, you know, Bellator UFC, but this is more for pride. This is like you got me as an amateur. I've now like refocused, rededicated myself. I've stayed the course, became a pro. Now I'm in the game. I become the champion. Now, where you at, Chuka? Come see me. There are certain fighters that you don't want to get six and zero, seven and zero, eight and zero, nine and zero, ten and zero. There are certain fighters you don't want that to happen to because their aura of invincibility, the way that they fight. It can be extremely scary to the opponent. Anderson Silva, prime example. Anderson Silva being a technical striker. He wasn't some big uh, heavy hitter out there, but he was technical. He just, he it, the way he worked people over, people were terrified people of Anderson Silva. People were scared Silva. as hell. Like, the people were scared, like, him walking and to it was the his, cage. And it was his confidence, scared. man. When he lost, we've seen it. You know, his confidence kind of yeah. fell away. Yeah. The, the, it chipped away at his aura. And he became a beatable fighter at that point. I think Stephen Wynn going out there, beating Chuka Willis, especially if he does in do- dominant fashion, then you're talking about Steve getting that aura of invincibility. Like after Chris Weidman beats Anderson Silva, he went from like brown recluse to like a little ass guard spider. It was just like, ah, I'll kill that. Now, right. Are, are we, <laughs> are we I mean, saying that Chuka is a more valuable fighter than Stephen Wynn right now? I, I, I don't. I, more valuable? In, what do you mean? Meaning, I mean, if we're saying that him beating uh, uh, Steven beating Chuka does everything that you says, then it kind of means in some ways that Chuka has more. Chuka is a well, very well respected fighter. I'm going to say, Chuka's been putting in work in this game. Like, if you. You can go YouTube Chuka and you can. You well, can, you know, you he's go. lost some of the bigger fights on the big, like the real big stage, you know, but dude, he is. Easily, still one of the best in the Midwest. He's like, entertaining. Got heart. He's a at any point that per- Chuka could rack up four wins and be back on the main stage, like big pedestal, Bellator, UFC. All it takes is that one good shot. Now, um, do do we talk about how we just ignore this? No, you kind of ignored it. You, ignored I think it? you ignored it. Okay, then uh, <laughs> women in EFC, um, some of the female fights have been, well, when we say some of, we mean these ones that have featured Kelsey Atkins. Um, how do, what do you see, where, where do you see the women's division or fights and when do you start to introduce maybe some belts for women in EFC? Man, uh, I wish we had more female fighters in the Midwest. And it is growing. Okay? It is growing. And I eventually would love, more than anything, to have a a women's belt for EFC. Um, But we need to get more fights. Like, I mean, that's definitely down the road. It's definitely down the road. We need to have more consistent females um, who are become a stapled name of EFC so that they can keep coming back and, and... build their way up to a belt in a sense mm. do you do, is that you know, i hate to what, use this i'll let me use this example let's say kelsey atkins won every single one of her fights that she did out here for efc then we could i mean then we talk about you know a possibly bringing in a a big name female to fight her for the belt i mean that's something that we could do 
now we get, you know, let's say uh, we've got Ashley Kelty, Carrie, Sadie uh, coming up. Either of these girls start to rack up wins and start to fight competitively for EFC. They start to rack up wins. Then we're talking about a belt situation. What's the hardest thing about trying to develop women in MMA? Is it just the amount? It's of the amount of them. It's one hundred percent the amount of them, man. Like it, it, they're super rare to come across. Um, and I, man, it's just they're hard. It's hard because there's yeah, not a it's, lot. It's for for every fifty men that are doing MMA, there's a one girl, one one female. Well, and, uh, well I, I have a take on that. Okay. Like, uh, just like females in MMA in general, like. I think it's awesome. I think it's amazing that females. Please are, be I, careful. I, no, 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 I'm saying I think it's awesome, like for females in MMA, because you have to remember, like females are females, and like they like to put on makeup and you know get pretty. And some females like they don't like to get hit in the face. So I I commend a female that will get in the ring and like take a punch to the damn oh, face. Yeah. Like that is like, I mean, there's some dudes that don't want to get hit in the face. So I, it's just, I, don't I wish the there face. was, yeah, see, like for you, for instance, you don't want to get hit in the face. <laughs> like, and so I commend it. It's so awesome. I just wish there was more. I and was, like, you know, all these, all these girls out here, y'all out here recording these videos for world star, man, get y'all ass in the gym and start training. I always tell start getting paid instead of creating these damn world there's definitely a lot of female uh athletes out there right um and i always compare it to like what what percentage of those female athletes train mma just train it okay well then what what percentage of that wants to actually compete and fight okay and then what percentage of that actually wants to do it as a profession it's just so small man it's just the numbers are so damn small that's why it's hard to uh it's hard to right now it's just hard to make a belt for something like that when we just don't have the numbers it's not a lot of substance to just don't have the numbers to do so i mean you're talking about a show in kansas city named invicta who puts on amazing shows they bring in the they bring in the best talent but they have to do it from this all isn't just a midway. They the bring team. them in from all over the world. Cyborg definitely fought for Invicta. Right, for a while, all so. over. That's yeah. what I mean. They have to bring in. They have to look. They have to scour the entire world to get the the best female fighters that they can find to keep that. You know, to keep their brand of all female fighters. You know, it's a it's a tough. It's That's a tough hard. Racket, I man. hate to be that match. Hey, I was man. I would love for there to be a bunch of like. Kelsey's and Jessica's and Tories and all man, it'd be dope. It'd be dope to have Start like naming a bunch names of, like DMX. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be dope, man. But like Caveman said, there's just it's just not it's just not here. I mean, it's just, like I look at that like as taking a one piece of pie and then trying to cut it into like when he was breaking down like who wants to train? Who wants to fight? Who wants it as a profession? I just like trying to cut one piece of uh, one slice of pie and share it among like eight different people. It's, it's just not going to work. I mean, now let's talk about another big fight. Uh, hopefully another big. I know I've this one, a fight I'm looking forward to seeing is uh, uh, Alex McGowan and LJ Hemrick. 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 Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about those, those, that matchup? All right. Let me jump in first. Go thing, for it, brother. Go right, for dude. it, man. Okay. So, Alex McGowan. Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde uh, is a military background, and he trains extremely hard. I mean, Alex trains extremely hard. But more so, okay, we 
Alex is uh he's two and one. He's uh he's fought some really tough competition. His loss was for VF in VFC. Uh, so he started off fighting tough fights from the beginning, and then you've got LJ, who's who's also he's you know he only had one kind of not so tough fight, which was for EFC, which was a last minute replacement with yeah. uh. Jordan, um, Jordan Knowles, I believe. No, no not, nah, not, not Jordan Knowles. Knowles. Jordan Hernandez, I think. And anyway, what I want to get to is that LJ fought Gaston Reno for Bellator MMA, and that was the most impressed I've ever been by LJ. And that's when I realized that LJ is a fighter who rises to the competition of whoever he's fighting. Because he had a tough fight with Jordan Hernandez, then he had a tough fight with Gaston Reno, who is uh, one of the one of the best forty fivers in the area. Was that before or after his injury? What's that? Was that before? That after? was before, before LJ's injury. injury yeah. yeah. So he's coming off of an injury, um, but he's been training the whole time. He's you know from what I've heard, he's been training really hard in his jujitsu, of course, and 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 is staying very active. All LJ's wins by uh, submissions. I think I so, man. So. I mean, so. he's just—he's definitely a submission fighter, especially if you make him bleed. That's—that's uh, that's what I'm most looking forward to. I—I I just want to see how he's going to perform coming off like this latest injury. And then, what, what was the injury? I believe his, his knee. knee. His, his knee. knee. Yeah, he hurt his knee, and so he's—he was coming off ex- like he had to take some time off for his knee, and so now he's been back training super hard. You know. And so, and of course, Alex is coming off a huge win by Kimura, like in VFC, his last fight. Yeah. So, you know, he's riding that winning momentum streak into EFC 6. LJ's coming off of an injury. So, it'll be interesting to see, like, you know. Yeah, I, I, what I, I mean, I like the clash because Alex is in general looks, I mean, very strong. I, 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 he just I, looks like a fighter. Yeah, and then LJ is the like a baby face, yeah. gummy face. <laughs> yeah, LJ is just like but that. He He's has like that your... jujitsu that seems like, I mean, it, it, like sometimes I've I've seen him and look like he's done and he just scrambles out of or whatever the fuck you call it. I don't have the technical language for it, but just seeing how he can kind of uh, uh, not restore, but I don't know what it's called, but re- reverse something. Reverse, reverse we'll use that reverse the course of action yeah i think lj is one of those fighters like i told man he meet, he matches the competition of whoever he's fighting and then also um never count lj out man because he's he's gonna rise to the occasion right come september 2nd i don't think i think a lot of people will I, when they see them like in the way in like in the weigh-ins and they see him in the face-off and they see him in the in the pitchers and then they see him like get in the cage. I think some people will like if they've never seen LJ fight before, they'll underestimate him just on looks alone. But once that bell rings, it's gonna be a hell of a fight. Now, and Devin I'm looking Swan forward to it. Has been trying to get on this EFC card for a couple fights now. Looks like he's finally gonna make it on it on it this time. Everything's looking good, man. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, nervous. I felt like I dropped a bump. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think this fight's definitely gonna be like a testament of like him coming back and uh, throwing down. You know, he's got a. I think this Redemption is a redemption song. It's, yeah, it's it's just I fingers crossed that everything goes according to plan. 
him and his opponent both make weight. I hope everything goes like smooth sailing. Like that's all we can hope for is that the MMA gods shine down upon us and like everything goes smoothly. I am super juiced to like have Devin the Swan like grace EFC with his presence and come back and join MMA and not only join you know the MMA game again, but to come in and fight for EFC. Like so, I just hope that everything goes off without a hitch and he can finally get in the cage and do what he's been wanting to do for a while. I want to punch somebody in the face. I want to see the savage back, and I know that he's he's a uh, you know because I've trained with both of these guys. I've trained with Dialen Hicks down there in um, uh, Derby. He trains at La Selva MMA, and this has the the making of a barn burner, man. I mean, it really does. And um, somebody getting hit in the face for yeah, real. Like both these, like both these guys, all they want to do is stand up. I mean. They gonna stand and bang, but fireworks. Let's talk about. I would really like to talk about the like, uh, amateur fight that I'm super excited for. Um, we have Tyler Ingram versus um, Tony Rodriguez, and uh, Tony's a uh, six and zero from Team Elevation where I used to train, and then we have Tyler Ingram who is five and one who trains with us now currently at JNTK, and. Tyler's a savage. Like he's easily he's he I don't know e- enough about him, so I can't. Yeah, me, so me check either. this out. Me you me guys either. don't know him yet, and I'm I'm really excited. I'm he's excited to meet them. Better <laughs> than most pros that I train with. Who who are you talking about? Tyler Ingram. Tyler Ingram. He's better than most pros that I train with, and he's one of my lead sparring partners right now. So um he's fighting a guy that's six and from team elevation. I mean a very highly uh um well, you train with them. Going, I train with them, man, and they're they're just a highly respected camp. I mean, they put out amazing fighters. They have a great jujitsu. Uh, my jujitsu coach uh, out there, Peter Straub, is actually coaching this young kid, Tony. And um, man, I'm just really excited to see how this plays out because I know Tyler wants to go pro after this, and he needs a tough fight. I told him you have to have a really hard fight before you can go pro. So, so this will be his, this is it. Slingshot I, ha- fight I gave him to the pros. I literally looked for <laughs> I looked for the hardest fight I could possibly. Find. That's what's up. So this will be our featured Amy fight of the night. Tyler yeah, this is Tony. for sure. Yeah. And I'm like really excited about it. TNT fireworks. Boom, baby. It's going down. EFC six. Son. Well, yeah. September tickets are still on sale right now. September 2nd. Get my show tickets. tickets. Ticketmaster so Evolution Fighting Alex Championship. Alex McGowan versus LJ Hemrick. Brandon Chevy versus Marcio Navarro, part two. Cody Carrillo versus Josh Pfeiffer, part two, for the lightweight title fight. What, what else are we looking to be impressed by? John right Seals versus John King, the Battle of the Man, Big we John. We did not even talk about that. The Big hey, John fight. The dude. Big John fight. It's going Section down. Eight. Go Section for. 8, John. John Seals, man. Uh, Formerly, for anyone who watched uh, MMA in the area, formerly John Bryant. Uh, dude, he's insane. Uh, he's Section 8, which means crazy in the military. And he fights with only one style. That means broke as fuck in my neighborhood. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> I was about to say Section 8 means a whole other thing to me and Lester yeah, over that here. Means crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> that means really, really, yeah. really broke. Yeah, he ain't, nah, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it means something different in the military. But uh, anyhow, um, yeah, so he uh, he's a savage, man. Like, dude, he trained with us from with me in the beginning of JMTK and with Andy Zerger and our coaches. And uh, 
uh, he has one style, which is extreme aggression, which is like he fights angry. He's one of those people who's like, it's not yeah. like microaggression. It's no, different. Like he's like, it's just aggression, <laughs> just aggressive, ruthless aggression. I watched him cuss out the wife of the guy he was about to fight like two minutes before he walked. Oh, out this this is gonna be fun, like because you could just see him and he he looks like one of those people. Like you just like, like dude, I don't no, want for no. sure, dude. If like, I was in a bar and that dude like barked eh. up at me, I would honestly think about it. Like I'd be like, like eh, oh, okay, man. do I really want this? Like problem? if I do lose, he's gonna stomp my head at the end. Like, he gonna he gonna give me some brain. <laughs> Damage. Let's not. Let's hope that like him and it's a but kick. It's he's a fighting a Bellator fight. vet. He's fighting he, a Bellator I, vet with a good record, man. John King is coming, and it's, an it's, an it's a pro it's kickboxing pro. fight. Okay. This is pro. These are pro. These are pros, and they're kickboxing. I mean, shit. John's fought the best about- of the best in the area as well, man. Like John was uh, one of those people who just uh, just didn't have the right wins, but should have been on Bellator UFC probably. Now, going off what you guys just said, how does that feel? Like that you're actually mixing a lot a significant amount of kickboxing within an mma show i love it man i you know i i secretly do it because i wish i could kickbox too yeah we're out of that kickboxing closet the (laughs) secret is behind it that like i do it because i wish so much that i could kickbox like i love kickboxing as a sport i love watching it um eventually we're gonna have cody moberly uh which is a well-renowned Muay Thai artist here in town. I'm uh, excited for that. Lived in Thailand. Uh, man, I just, I love the culture of kickboxing and the, the, the art of standing up and, and what the people can do with the eight limbs per se. And uh, yeah, man, I, I love kickboxing, Muay Thai, all of the above. And I think stand-up fights uh, are very interesting when you have two high-level guys in there. I think, I think, even I think when you mi- don't. I think mixing. <laughs> I think mixing kickboxing and MMA into the same show. I think it breaks up the monotony, especially if you have like, uh, like a a, a lay a lay on me fight. You know, it's just just like a, oh man. And you know, if you got one of them dry MMA fights where ain't nobody doing nothing, the refs doing everything to keep the action going, and then they just go three rounds and nine minutes or 15 minutes of just staleness and then you got a kickboxing fight where it's just stand and bang and you know i think it brings a good like a good change of pace good dynamic especially if they're super exciting i mean we wish they could all be like here's the crazy thing is like they don't even have to be super good so i was actually you know i was thinking about that for a second because i was like oh yeah you know when you have a really good technical uh, two fighters who are really good, man. They don't even have. Do you guys remember uh, Chad Ewald versus uh, uh, Jess Howard? Uh, no, 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 no. no, no Chad versus Max Hollers. Max Hollers. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, Whirly Birds. Where they oh, were just. Hold on, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is the reason why I had apprehensions, and I was like, "Do not make that a a main event card." Brandon Chevy versus Marcio. It was like kickboxing has been shit up until this point. Yeah, it definitely did not look technical, but people. Fucking love that fight, dude. Man. Because they stood in front of each other and they traded. And they banged. And they traded. And they and traded. The, they and, traded. And the entire arena was standing at the end of the fight. I, I was sitting there. Well, besides <laughs> you. But, I mean, come but on. But the it hairs was, on your arms were standing it was, up. Come on. You can't, you can't <laughs> lie. You can't lie. The no, naps on the back I, of your neck were standing up. I personally didn't enjoy it just because, at the, like, I was just, I had, I think, 
I think Bellator had just had like a, a kickboxing. The Bellator, like a week yeah, before. they they, they like, kickboxing been stale as hell. Like it has been they kickboxing, like I was man, I was super juiced. Like, put me Bellator kickboxing. Put me in there with Paul Daly. Bellator kickboxing. I was That's, like, oh, this is man, me this calling is out Paul to, Daly for kickboxing right now. I was like, man, this is about to be live. I was like, wish I was about like, learning how to kickbox. I was like, <laughs> man, you better fucking res- put some respect on my name. I was like, man, is this going to be like the new Andy Zerger, K1? Andy Zerger and, Muay Thai, son. Man, and that uh, it ain't panned out. Not yet. I'm still waiting to see a Tyrone Spong like, knockout. and It just ain't happening for me in belts or kickboxing anyway. But, That's because they haven't put me in there yet. Hey, Bellator, put some respect on my man's name and get him in the ring. Thank you. Anyways. I don't care if it's a cage fight or a kickboxing fight. I really do. I've voiced my opinion about kickboxing for Bellator. And, uh, you know, uh, the cage is always going to be what I prefer to do. But, but man, I, please let me in in any form. Please, be because it's, like, it's just, so I'm bad. He's be. beating up his phone. He didn't beat up his phone. <laughs> like, y'all should see this man's phone. He you need to fight so they bad. They can't even see my phone, Big Will. It's bad. He He's trying to go live. But I'm going to get it fixed one. by... Uh, uh, mobile com. Mobile com. So. <laughs> I'm about to say, I don't know why Dan- hey, Daniel plug. too busy taking pictures hey, of himself. <laughs> hey, we don't mess up the sponsor now, Big Will. Don't fuck up the money now. No, hey, don't fuck up the church money. <laughs> Quit playing with the church money, boy. Now, September 2nd, uh, Kansas Star Casino. EFCfight.com is where you can go to get uh, to see the card or the pass card and also buy tickets for EFC 6. Is, this, is there a subtitle? We got a subtitle? Nah, we got no special uh, name for it. But this you should is really just, start letting me do that. No. What would you call it? Go. Off the head. I went with redemption. <laughs> redemption. Yeah, right? Oh, on the spot. Couldn't think of nothing. Or no, it could have been EFC 6 Double Down because this is Cody and At a Johnson's casino? Okay, fight. all right. Double down. Well, you See, know, that's not But if you do stuff like that, you got to make the post to have the casino coins and all Okay, but right. hey, like Steve wants to do, he wants us to go to the top. So why, <laughs> look, and off the what top of it? my head, double Yo, down. And man, you. What was the name of the last EFC card? Uh, UFC. Uh, UFC. UFC? They quit yeah, doing that. It was UFC 217 or some they quit shit. People didn't that. give a shit. But look, what it man, was we, can, we can pull up some old. I got some old <laughs> UFC tapes right now. Boiling point. Right. Warfare. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Come I know. on, man. Hey, hey. Let's, we not UFC. I'm just we saying. Better. We sometimes this shit, better. Sometimes the shit don't make sense. Sometimes you just can't think of something that's hot. Call so, your boy. I think something hey, hot as shit. EFC 6 double down. Is what it is. All right, now it's officially, EFC 6 it's double, officially down. double down. Easy work versus slip. Not for the title, it's going down. That's why he's the play-by-play color commentator, <laughs> <laughs> and that's not because he's a black man. But anyway, uh, shout out to Charlottesville. <laughs> uh, we we ended how we started. Uh, so once you go ahead and give a shout out to all these, I'm David Rickles, and, like and uh, man, we're EFC and we're sponsored by Big Fish Bail Bonds, Boynton Dentistry. Parks Motors. Parks Motors. Parks Motors. Shout out, um, Angel. Shout out, Angel Culver. Uh, we've got a lot of amazing partners. Uh, Chad Ison with CDI Drywall. Um, Re- Revolution Lounge. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Hanson Wright. Um, like shout said, out to the Rev. We always do Rev. We always do Rev for our after parties. Um, we have a lot of amazing sponsors, man. And, uh, you know, I, I ain't going to hit them all right now, but. Global Parts has always been huge, man. Honestly, we couldn't have made this Global without Global Parts Arrow. Global Parts without them. So, man, you know, 
let's get past all the shout outs. I mean, I love all those people. They know that. Follow EFC Wichita, and you're going to see plenty about our sponsors. You're going to be see plenty about our fights. Um, so EFCfight.com. On Facebook, our biggest thing, Evolution Fighting Championship. That's our page name. Follow us there for everything you can find. Go find it, like it, and share everything. For Lester Rose, Arrow Films, Cage Side. Yeah, Boom. you got to get a piece of that. And while you cage side, cage side's hot right now. It, it, I try to keep it that way. Now the after parties that is where Revolution, Revolution Lounge. Lounge. Now Revolution Lounge, that's where you want to. There's two get, strip club like they they got two stripper poles. Hey now, I'm just saying. All right, well I didn't know anything about that, but Revolution Lounge. See what you want to do. You want to get to that fight. And you want to clean up. Now you still got time. You now. ain't even got to clean up, honestly. Well, no. I would prefer that you clean up. Look decent. You, look decent. <laughs> look decent. Clean hey, no up. tank tops. But, but. Uh, yeah, Unless you you're know. me. Yeah. yeah. I actually have. I like. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be a superstar. But when you clean up, you get prepared. Right now, you can still go order. Go to evoketouch.com. They got a new line called Night Out. It's a night out collection. For. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm trying to get y'all to clean up now. Now y'all, a couple fellas, they got a they got a brand over there called Perfect Gentleman. Big Will, I know you, you're Perfect Gentleman. You on the other hand, Young Savage, get yourself the Night Out Collection. Yeah, Body Evoke Touch, Touch Body Works. It's skincare that's so natural you can eat it. But you can eat it, but don't, don't do it. <laughs> you I want to try, it. but don't. Can I try? First it? thing you do is can open it up it. and eat it. I can't tell you to do that. And what is you- it called again? Uh, evoke touch. Oh, this one is for you. Need uh, is the night out collection. You can get the perfect gentleman. Oh, okay. It's two different yeah, yeah. two different products. I'm with it. But yeah. you go to evoketouch.com, E V O K E touch.com, and get that night out collection. It's a collection that's inspired by the weekend. EFC is going to happen on a Saturday, so that's, that's a weekend. Yeah, okay. I honestly need some guidance on that. So you go to evoketouch.com and buy anything there. It's all handmade products by a black-owned company. We want to support that. I mean, at least I do. I know Big Will do. I, I do. <laughs> there you go. I do. Caveman do. And they have uh, other product suggestions that can go with that. The margarita salt scrub. Now, that's for the ladies. Or you can do it, too. I mean, don't be too I like nasty. margaritas. Now you get a salt scrub to go with it and you get some shea butter lotion from it. But if you go Ooh. to evoketouch.com, you can support us over here at the I'm Kind of Famous Podcast. Go in there and then check out. Use the promotion code PODCAST10. That's PODCAST10 and get your 10% discount. And while you're out online, you can go over to efcfight.com to get tickets for the next uh, for the next uh, EFC 6 coming up here at Kansas Star Casino, September 2nd. Tickets are still on sale from the last time I looked. And, you, I mean, you got some good up-close tickets there for a good, reasonable price. So go check that as well. Go over to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash kindoffamouspod, K-I-N-D-A famous pod, P-O-D. And make sure you go to arrowfilms.com. Anything else you guys want to say before we get out of here? Man, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me on the show. Um can't K- wait to do it again. Famous podcast EFC special. Can't wait to do it again. Like, yeah, we're gonna a, get you back on a, on a on a regular podcast so I can do a lot more cussing. You, you get more cuss. You want to do now? But well, we no. Got- but this is a this is a we're working. We're, we're working. This is an EFC special. We don't want to get. There might be toddlers. Yeah, we, yeah. This might be some little kids. We don't want to get too colorful. Yeah, because when we get Big Will back, we're gonna really peel back these layers and talk about this online. What what, what would we call it? What would we call it? I like to call it trolling. 
debauchery. All right, debauchery. Dude, you are the wildest internet person I've ever met. And <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have him back on the Dude, like, I even find myself, like, dude, I've, like, straight up messaged Big Will a couple times, like, bro, chill the bro. fuck out. <laughs> like, like, bro, people say you're such a dick. Yeah. Why do you work for us? Stop it. I'm just like, all right. Let's really hold on. Here. Hold Let's on. Really one back. second. My voice, my voice does not ever sound like that. For one, <laughs> <laughs> Dave is. Let's not forget, Dave is a rapper now. So. Uh, hey, 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 bad and bougie. But I'm not a rapper though. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You got your lyrics? Drop I still drop them bars. Drop some bars. But I'm not a rapper. Drop some bars. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Hold up. Uh, hey. Yeah. Go. EFC. About to go down Kansas Star. About to go down hey, Kansas hey, Star. Hey. EFC. About to go Kansas Star. Hold EFC. up, Big Will. What you got to say? Hey. EFC going down September 2nd like that. Booze and fist fights. You better grab a bat and blow it down. Keep it Fist's on track. Live. Oh, Dude, yeah, what's this up? has this gone way up. too I was about far. To say, look, we can turn bars. So bars. Uh, we also hey, all right. About. So hold up, go back and edit all of that out. <laughs> <laughs> this ended way uh, wrong. Yeah, like I'm more wrong. of like I have to write down the lyrics and then rap it. Like, hey, you got like, good two and a half solid bars and you gave a drop shot to uh, Big Will. Yeah, I was just throwing it, it to my boy. Was like, I was just like, assumed <laughs> he had way more flavor. I just assumed he had way more I wasn't flavor. ready. I didn't know you was going to throw it to me. Like hey, when you jump in the cypher, you in the cypher. But until next time, tell your mama I said hi. So in light of you being kind of famous. Why the hell I'm kind of famous? Who the hell she knows?